0: Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Diane. And And we're minimalist moms.
1: No, we don't live in tiny houses. We live in the suburbs of the Midwest where bigger equals better.
0: But the more we added to our lives, instead of feeling better, we felt overwhelmed. It's hard enough being a mom. The last thing we need is stress from too much stuff and overcrowded schedules.
1: It was time for a radical new mindset. Less is more we're not into extremes, we didn't throw away everything.
0: Our brand of minimalism is more about adding than subtracting. Get rid of the excess to make
1: room for what you love. In other words, it's about living life with purpose. We hope it will inspire you to think more and do with less.
0: to the Minimalist Moms podcast. Um, our last episode focused on gift-giving um, around the holiday season, and we wanted to focus on a few more things that um, will help prepare you to spend less and just really focus on the season, the reason for this season. So before we start um, with our discussion, I wanted to share my minimalist moment of the week. That's how we always start our podcast. Um, I actually, Megan, are you familiar with the Facebook um, mom's selling groups. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, as a way to make extra money during, I guess you could say, for the holiday season or just throughout the year, I have been utilizing those groups and selling just anything that I've found in my basement that we don't need, or just I, I really don't like some pieces of my furniture, and as <laughs> opposed to just keeping them in my house, I just want them out. So I've been putting some of those pieces of furniture up for sale. And I mean, you can make pretty good money. I I feel like maybe I I somewhat mentioned this once before, but I didn't really say where I was selling, but I made, I think, $400 a few months ago just selling things. Um, That's fantastic. But yeah, I put them, I joined like eight to 10 different groups. So it definitely does take a little bit of time. But I mean, if you have a nap time that you can utilize some Mm -hmm. of that time or just extra time in the evening while you're watching Netflix, like... It's really easy. You just upload yeah. your photo and mark however much you want to sell it for, mm-hmm. and yeah.
1: Yeah, and I will say if you've sold things at a garage sale or on Craigslist or um, eBay, I was trying no, to think yeah, of the name. <laughs> I was like, Etsy was coming up. I'm like no, oh, it's yeah. not Etsy. eBay. If you've sold in, which I've sold in all of those places, mm-hmm. I would say the Facebook selling groups, the price of which people are willing to pay is much lower. I would say it was at the bottom of the list. Okay. So I don't, or maybe equal to what you might get in a garage sale.
0: And see, I'm a stickler. If people are like, "I'll give you this much." I'm like, "No, I right. want this much." And
1: for good reason. Yeah. You should. Yeah, if you you won't go yeah. below, stick to your guns cuz definitely people will try to no matter what you put up there, mm-hmm. put up like 30% more mm-hmm. than you actually mm-hmm. yeah. will be cool with getting. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I've had with a few of the things that I know that I kind of did mark high, I decided to drop after, like, if if they weren't selling as quickly as I'd like, I would bring mm-hmm. them down after a week. And then if a few of the items didn't sell for a couple more weeks, I mm-hmm. brought them down a little bit more. So, like are you there, said... Yeah, are there, there certain
1: items that sell better you found on those I sides? don't know. Well,
0: I did have, like, I had... It wasn't a real Tiffany lamp, but it was, like, a Tiffany-esque mm-hmm. lamp. And, I mean, that sold right away. But, I mean these were some nicer things. What was the other thing? I had like a wicker basket on there that was like brand new and someone bought that. So I think it's things that like people do want to just decorate their house with. Mm-hmm. I did sell an old baby food maker on there that it, I actually bought it secondhand too, but it's William Sonoma. I had it up there for 50 and I ended up taking, I think 35, mm-hmm. but I'm like, it's I paid bad. 50 for it. I never actually used it, but it's not bad. Yeah, so,
1: and then I think if you just want to get rid of things, like it is just a great way. Those are great for kid things. Mm -hmm. I think kids things sell pretty well. And what I actually had a better luck selling kids' clothing there than I did in a garage sale.
0: That makes sense. And
1: especially if you sell it in a lot, meaning I have five pairs of pants and five shirts and whatever else, and you have to buy this package. Okay of clothing and usually people pay mm, it depends but a dollar or less per item mm-hmm. so you'll get more because a lot of times in a garage sale people are like 50 cents for mm-hmm. this so, you know mm-hmm. so and they'll only pick that one thing mm-hmm. up that they want and you so don't. you sell yeah. yeah you get rid of a get lot of it. more if you do it that way on a facebook selling group so that's great great tip
0: thank you yeah i think that everyone should do it yeah. <laughs> well, um, let's jump back into the Christmas um well, I guess our second Christmas episode because we talked so yeah, long about so continuation. <laughs> um, so we talked about gift giving and just how to minimize and just um organize all of that, but let's talk about doing less in your list of priorities. Just the things that you actually do during the holiday season because I know that our calendars can get pretty booked really quickly and we don't have to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, one of my first things I put on here when I was taking notes is um, make your list of priorities and what are the things that you're supposed to do um, that, not, I guess I shouldn't use the word supposed, but that you'd really like to do. Mm-hmm. I would mark all of those things down first. Um, and then as the invitations start coming in or people start um, just, like, personally inviting you to things, then you can choose... Pick and choose what you want to say yes to, mm-hmm. and I think the thing that's hard with this is that your spouse is going to have his own invitations that come. So, mm-hmm. and your kids. So, what do you mm-hmm. think about all this? Mm-hmm. You have yeah, more kids yes. than I do, so <laughs> when they're older, so I'm sure they're getting tons of invites. And a-
1: as you, like you said, a- as more people are added to the family, more you're tempted to add more traditions. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's the first thing is your mindset in that not everything has to be a tradition. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard with kids too sometimes because with my daughter, you do something once, it mm-hmm. is a tradition. Like mm-hmm. we do this every year, mom. Like it was just last year, <laughs> that mm-hmm. was the first time we did it. Mm-hmm. So kind of uh, formatting that, again, let go of the guilt mm-hmm. that if you did it last year, it doesn't mean you have to do it every year from he- here on out. It can be a one-time thing, but yes, if you have those non-negotiables. Like, mm-hmm. we absolutely have to do these five things, mm-hmm. whatever they are. Um, for us, like we mentioned in the last episode, like, we we thought that our tradition was going to the zoo lights every year, mm-hmm. and we, we organized a big family gathering around it, mm-hmm. meaning, like, extended family and all that, mm-hmm. and one year... Several years ago, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was – I couldn't handle well, it's cha-
0: it. It's kind of chaotic, depending on what night you go, especially mm-hmm. if it's, like, not as cold of a night. I mean, the zoo is chaos. Yes. I mean, there are such long lines to get in. So, I mean, I can't imagine going with your extended family. Right. Like, you were brave enough to take that on in the first place. <laughs> it was hard for just yeah. – little like, my husband – my sister and her husband and my mom and dad, the six of us. Right it was just
1: right. Madness. So I guess give yourself grace. Yeah. You know, like if it can't happen, if you really want it to happen, awesome. And you can make it work, do it. But if it doesn't, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's okay to decide as 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 they come too mm-hmm. because sometimes you could be like, well, this is my top five priority. I have to go to this one. Mm-hmm. And then that night – when your kids get sick or you feel awful or it's just too crazy and i think it's okay just as it's okay you know if you, if your kids throwing up nobody's going to expect you to go mm-hmm. but if your kid is emotionally throwing up <laughs> <laughs> we we, ha- we we sometimes just drag them there anyway mm-hmm. you know and i think it's just as valid to protect your family, and mm-hmm. others from the craziness of your emotional state and or your child's to say, no, we, we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I firmly believe that has to happen. Last year, I got pneumonia in December. I think I remember that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, I do remember that. Yes, and it was a huge lesson learned for me because I tried to continue on in my mind, for the benefit of my family, mm-hmm. to do everything. And what I ended up doing was making everything worse for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I because I didn't want to miss, and it, partly because I didn't want to miss, like, I didn't want to miss the Christmas concert. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be there to see my baby sing, you mm-hmm. know? So I went, and... Sitting next to my sister, and she goes, "Ooh, I can just feel the sickness coming up (laughs) on me." Like she was like, "You sound awful. You look awful," and only your sister can tell you that, and that's cool with me. Yeah, we're we're cool with that. But like she was like, "You shouldn't be here," and Mm -hmm. I and I regretted it Mm -hmm. instantly. You know, like when I got there, and I knew it, and I'm like hacking and i was like miserable because i'm trying not to ruin the experience for mm-hmm. everybody else and it was yes yeah, so that's hard yeah and so i stayed home from the next thing and the next thing and when yeah i found out that i had pneumonia that was just i just had to let it all go and you know mm-hmm. what happened my family picked it up and they did it and it was fine and mm-hmm. i felt better looking at photos of it and recordings afterward than if i had actually gone Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that to me was a huge lesson learned in that if you're not physically or emotionally Mm -hmm. prepared for it and you're not going to enjoy it, why do it? Mm -hmm. You know, just give yourself grace and let it go. The season is not made up of all these little traditions. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it feels like they're so important at the time and that you will let everybody else down and Christmas will be ruined Mm -hmm. if it doesn't happen. But in reality it will it will come and it will go what I feel like we're in Hooville now. It will <laughs> <laughs> it will happen regardless yeah, without everything else. Yeah, yeah. It will come. Jesus will have been born. Mm-hmm. The reason for the season is still there. Yeah. And we need to give ourselves grace and let it go. So maybe maybe there we go, as I'm talking through this, I'm thinking, maybe there's things you make your list and then you decide you're gonna cross off half of them mm-hmm. or whatever makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, make the list. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then be guarded as well. Be hesitant about adding things to it. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that space to
0: where if you want to stay home and, like, watch a Christmas movie with some popcorn. Yes. like Just chill out and be at home. Yeah, You don't have to always go out and do all these things that you're seeing other people
1: do. Mm-hmm. And so. I've, I've done that before, too, where I was like, I get through the craziness of the season, and I'm like, <gasps> I didn't watch my favorite holiday movie, mm-hmm. and that's my favorite part. And if mm-hmm. I had stopped to think about it, I would have thought, I would have loved doing this. As opposed to something as else. As opposed to yeah. the other things that I was, I was doing. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to – the only other thing I was going to say is that it does get tricky when your spouse is invited to something that you don't necessarily want to mm-hmm. go to. And I think the dynamics for everyone's relationship is different. But, like, for my husband's work party, I'm like, well, you can go – by yourself mm-hmm. and he's okay with like he's okay I yeah. think that like i i think it's harder when it's something that like a lot of spouses are going to but mm-hmm. i don't know in that case well uh, the past few years it's been more of like a co-worker right. thing like it but having that
1: conversation before yeah. the day of is probably a good thing oh, Yeah, absolutely. versus you being like or, or going and being in a bad mood mm-hmm. and what have you yeah like, that's just having those conversations ahead of time is helpful
0: yeah i'm saying it, um or i'm thinking that maybe after thanksgiving or at the very beginning of december this is when you pull out your planner your scheduler and seriously just mark all those dates in um mm-hmm. that's just like a tangible way to start doing some of this i would say mm-hmm. so um the other thing that i thought about was that as you do add people to your family they're going to have their expectations like the little kids mm-hmm. and Allowing each person in the family to just choose one thing that they want to have done during the season. So maybe someone will say zoo lights. The next person will say bake cookies. The other person will say, I want to watch a Christmas movie with mm-hmm. pillows on the floor. So just make sure that you do those three things, if anything else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I said... It's kind of like a little bucket list for the family that yeah. you have you can like that's check off. That's a great off. idea.
1: I've heard that before in relation to taking a vacation, to so oh. where you make sure that everybody that goes on that that's trip in the family gets that one thing that they want. Not everybody gets one thing every day, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just but if that one person's dream for their vacation was fulfilled, then you mm-hmm. make sure that everybody has a good time. No, so that's a
0: great idea. That's
1: a great to apply it to the holidays. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like. Because it is essentially a, a little vacation. You have time off work and you're mm-hmm. spending time together. Why not make sure that everybody's fulfilled? That's a great idea.
0: Yeah. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is just really focusing on the reason for this season. Um, I think that Megan and I have been um, forward about the fact that we're both Christians and mm-hmm. that um, this is a really big holiday for us. Mm-hmm. So I know that um, it can get really with uh, there's a lot of advent um what's the word advent calendars and just advent devotionals and there's a lot of um I guess just new ideas focused around advent that have Mm -hmm. come about in the past few years so that's something that I think that we can focus on um if it's one of those things though that I feel like overwhelms you Mm -hmm. don't do it necessarily Mm -hmm. um maybe do it in a like a, a lesser way. I'm try- I don't know what right. I'm trying to say. Trying to find out what
1: what will work or what you can commit to yeah. before starting it. Because yeah. I know I've done that before, like we're gonna do a new thing every day. We're gonna have a like a tear off thirty yeah. day calendar and we're gonna do this special thing every day. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do a few and then you feel guilty mm-hmm. for not doing the others and it becomes worse. It was a great idea to start with, but then it becomes a burden. Yeah,
0: or there. – um, I actually was looking for one this year, but, like, a Bible study centered around Advent. I mm-hmm. know some of them are very intense, and mm-hmm. they do take a lot of time in the day, but that's yeah. actually kind of what I'm looking for this year. But yeah. if that's too much,
1: then yeah. don't do it.
0: Maybe get one of the little chocolate boxes. Have you, have you seen those? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> we actually and, just bought one for the first time yeah. this year.
0: <laughs> we did those all throughout childhood, and then we lit a candle, and we prayed before dinner. Yeah. But, like – yeah. If that's all you can do, then that's fine. Yeah. And again, we're talking about um, our Christian faith here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that not everyone wants to do that. Yeah.
1: Actually, this year I have not done an Advent study, a mm-hmm. Bible study, until this year. And I'm on the launch team for this particular study. It's called He Is. It's by Sacred Holidays. And they, I guess last year I... Again, well, I was sick, all of that. Yeah. (laughs) And it just, you know, went by. And without me really feeling with any intentionality in it and not being able to, I wanted my children to be able to communicate why we just went through Mm -hmm. Christmas and Mm -hmm. why that was important. And um, Sacred Holidays has Advents for the family, for women, for I even think teens and, and, and different things, but I decided to do the one just for me mm-hmm. because as, as they say, and the airline attendant says, you know, put the mask on yourself first before mm-hmm. you help someone else. And so I thought if I get my brain in the right, um, focusing on the right things throughout the season and being diligent toward that, then I can be, then I can help and, and try to guide my kids toward that. So mm-hmm. that's, I'm going to try it this season, and I know it is a little more work, work each day than I would, and more time than I normally would put in a devotional, but I'm going to try it out this year and mm-hmm. see how it goes. Great. Um, another thing I was thinking is volunteering
0: throughout mm. the season. There are a lot of people that are in need, um, I know that I was in a small group a few years back, and we adopted a family um, through, I think, the Salvation Army. And um, we all went out to, I can't even remember which store, maybe it was Big Lots or something. And the family, when you adopt them, they have their list of needs, and then we all went out together, bought the things together, which you don't have to do that. You could each just Mm -hmm. come prepared. And then we all went back to someone's house, and we... Um, gift wrapped everything and then I took them down to the Salvation Army just in big trash bags and you have the family's name on it but it was just a really great way to get back and I know yeah. that there are the ad uh, not the advent Christmas boxes the operation shoe boxes yeah uh, Christmas operation child. Christmas
1: child okay. yeah we actually just did those with my kids and it's mm-hmm. the first time I, we've done it I've done it with our mother's group before mm-hmm. Um, as an individual, but we hadn't done it with our kids before, and it was just so cool Mm -hmm. to take them shopping, explain why and Mm -hmm. what was going to happen. And for them, it's really cool because it's, like, it's a physical manifestation. (laughs) Like, they can see the boundary, this box, Mm -hmm. this shoe box, and I'm going to fill this box, and this exact box is going to go to a child on the other end of the world Mm -hmm. and will be blessed by this that doesn't have any of these things we're going to put in the box. So, like, everything was – eye-opening to them like you mean they don't always have pencils mm-hmm. you mean they don't have a toothbrush you mean they don't have a doll or mm-hmm. whatever it is that we put in that box and that was really cool for them and the bonus <laughs> mm-hmm. is that I mean we had to turn on our boxes last week so we mm-hmm. got to do it all before the craziness of the season and it I feel like it kind of helped prepare them mm-hmm. and their little hearts for what's to come.
0: Yeah I was gonna say that um, this episode will probably be airing when. Too late to do those boxes. Maybe it's not yeah. in some areas, but it's something to think about for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you have a local church, maybe ask there, or just even mm-hmm. go online. We'll include a link yeah. in the show notes. Um, for the organization. Why am I not? Why am I blanking on the organization right now?
1: It's um, Samaritan's Purse okay. or or uh, Operation Christmas Child. Yeah, sure we'll get you there too.
0: Great. Um, so did I talk about volunteering? I don't. I guess it kind of would. <laughs> 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 yes. losing my mind. We've been talking forever. <laughs> um, yeah, just volunteering at, like, a food bank, um, food pantry, at the mm-hmm. local hom- homeless shelter. Um, it just could be a really great way to kind of, again, prepare your mm-hmm. hearts just and to see the way that other people yes. are living and just recognize the gifts that you've
1: been given yes. and the blessings that you have. And that can be an alternate An alternative to a gift Mm -hmm. as well, like Mm -hmm. we were talking about, and said, "Hey, instead of exchanging gifts this year amongst our church small group, Mm -hmm. why don't we go and adopt a family Mm -hmm. and put all that money toward that?" Mm -hmm. We we've done that before with our small group, and Mm -hmm. it was I thought great, you know.
0: I was um a youth leader a few years ago, um like five years ago or something, and um we as a youth group, bought animals. I think through the same operation, Christmas mm. Child, um, you can go on their website and see that they have, like, animals that you can buy for these people's farms and chickens and I think, like, well, not wells, maybe wells, mm-hmm. um, just all this other... Different organizations yeah, do different things, yeah, yeah. but that's what our youth group did. So that's that, great. Yeah, I think that...
1: I always wish you could see the animal. Like, I want to know know know. (laughs) where Bessie the cow went when I bought her. Yeah.
0: But those are just some great ways to really focus on the reason. The only other thing that I thought about is just inviting those around you that might not have places to go, invite Mm -hmm. them to your home. Or even just invite them um, over for a dinner, Not maybe not on Christmas Day. Invite them on Christmas Day. Um, Mm -hmm. That's wonderful, too. We have a few people that are – the word is not outsider.
1: <laughs> but we have a few people that don't. Um, that are either single yeah. or don't have family mm-hmm. in the area. Yeah, that's great. And we we have, like, family friends who every year, that's just their thing. Like, they just, like, everybody come to our house, mm-hmm. whether or not you're celebrating. You know, if you have your own family thing, fine. But they just, you know, embrace everyone around them to come in. And I, that's always great. Around, I remember doing that when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I would just because I lived very close. I would just say, "Hey, are you going home?" If they're not going home for the holidays, if the travel was too much or whatever, and a lot of times maybe over Thanksgiving more than Christmas, we had Mm -hmm. a longer Christmas break. But oh yeah, I'd bring all kinds of people home to mom. (laughs) I'd be like, "We're feeding five more this year," and it was just it, and it makes it a more. It just makes it fun, Mm -hmm. you know. And sometimes I think we hesitate to open up that time, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's sacred family time. But sometimes it can just mix it up and mm-hmm. spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to know new people. And you can play those games where you always know the, what Uncle Uncle Tom's going to say for the answer <laughs> for this board game that you always play together. But if you bring new people in, then it's always a fun new experience. I
0: have an Uncle Tom. That's
1: why I'm Oh. <laughs> oh. I just randomly that's pulled so that fun. out of nowhere. So. Yeah. Hi, um. Tom, we love you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I was going to say, I have invited a few of my coworkers before to Easter. Mm. I, they end up coming, but, I yeah. That's a I, great idea. Yeah, I, I just, if you have no place to go, come with us. That's just a great way to extend a hand. And honestly, like, if we're thinking about, like, Jesus extending his hand to mm-hmm. the world, like, he would have invited all of these people that had no mm-hmm. place to go. So, I mean, it, it gives you a chance to... Give grace and just... Yeah, just extending the yeah, invitation even yeah. if they
1: aren't able to come.
0: Absolutely. I think that people just feel really loved through that, even if they have no like intention in coming, but mm-hmm. they just feel like, wow, you thought of me, and mm-hmm. that's a little gift in itself. That's so, great. Um, Well, I feel like we've pretty much talked Christmas... To the bone,
1: that's (laughs) you can always talk (laughs) more about Christmas. That's kind of a weird analogy. But um,
0: just some episode takeaways. Um, Prioritize, have a game plan, Um, have your list ready of who you're going to buy for and who you're not going to buy for. Um, And then what gifts people can
1: give you and your kids. Yep.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And then focusing on the reason for the season, just like some of these things we just went through. I think that if you can do these things, you'll have a minimalist Christmas, a very minimalist Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wrapping it with a big bow. Um, did you have anything more that you wanted to? No,
1: talk about? I think this great. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry
0: Christmas.